let's just say that we're starting right now, okay? So, hi, welcome back to Curses Strahd. It's been a really long time. Uh, Curses Strahd is D&D 5e, and we've been playing it for, what, two and a half years now? Something yeah. like that? Give or take. Yeah. <clears throat> it's been great. Had some guest stars. Had a lot of fun moments here and there. Um, but, uh... Anyway, uh, yeah, welcome. It's good to get back. It's been a couple of months since we played. And, uh, yeah, we'll start doing some new things. We'll keep track of days, uh, hours, uh, long rest, changing days, uh, just so we can do a little little moon phase thing. And if uh, something would, if an event was going to happen in three days, we can put it on the calendar. We know you have to long rest up to it until you get to it. Things like that. So, kind of a new little thing I'm throwing into the game to see what I think. I like it. Yeah. I, I think it's a cool little idea. So, uh, I think you guys can even put your own notes in, too. I don't know. I haven't tried it as a player, but you may be able to add your own notes. And if not, I could probably just give you permission so that you could. But uh, I'm glad everyone got a chance to kind of skim uh, what happened. Let me just say... Uh, what I was going to ask is, we ended in Kresik. You guys had a long rest, you woke up, and there was a messenger that said, you know, there's a cart outside, and they're asking for you. So you guys went outside and got an invite to dinner with Strahd. Very skeletal figure on top of a black cart. And the horses, you could see their bones, and they're sort of zombie horses creaking at every little movement. And the biggest question I thought of after we closed the last session up till now is, what are you going to do with Arena? I think we need to... Uh, I think she needs to stay with us. As Ugh. strange as it sounds, I think she's safer with us. Probably. Because who are we going to leave her with? The uh, Baron? Yeah. After her brother got murdered in a supposedly safe space. Right. There is that Sergei place where he said she would be safe if you left her there. Now, I'm not going to make wanted a to come decision with us fight. She did. She didn't want to be left there till the end. But now that you guys are actually going to go have dinner with them, I yeah, I'm, I'm getting I'm getting hints like I really don't think we want to put Arena in front of Strahd. Well, let's give Arena some agency. And I'm not I'm not trying to give any hints either. I just legitimately want to know what you guys want to do with her. Yeah. I always forget the um password for the James. It's probably your name and 13. No, that's I knew it was 13. I can remember. I forget it every session. <laughs> Anytime somebody says password, I think of Cable Guy. <laughs> <laughs> what was the password? <laughs> they're playing. They're playing like charades or something with with Ben Stiller's girlfriend's parents or something. Awesome. <clears throat> there is another alternative here. I mean, Delg is obviously very invested in staying with arena um i could polymorph for, for up to an hour into what you don't... <laughs> it's, in my pocket. 
oh. field mouth, little chipmunk, giant blue ape. Do you, would Strahd be able to detect that? I I'm not. I think it's a good idea, actually. It only lasts an hour, and I, as soon as I cast a spell, it goes off. So what uh, you're suggesting we could do it is right as we right as we ride drive a up. carriage, and then yeah. when you get there, polymorph her into a mouse, put her in your pocket. Yeah, I'm not comfortable with it. I'm okay whether we take her or not, but if we didn't take her, wouldn't she be safe because we already know where Strahd is? Because he would be with us. <clears throat> Maybe. Kyle, do you have a thought? Uh, what's going on? Deciding. Uh, I thought about it after the last session. Do you want to bring Arena with you to Strahd's for dinner? Uh, I mean, I think Elric's instinct to be no, but. Just well, given... the question is then, what do we do with her? There's that uh, Sergei. The shrine um, to Sergei, which is in Crescent, which is where we are, yeah. Is, isn't that where we have been leaving her? No, she's <laughs> been coming out? with No, she oh. never wanted... We tried to leave her there once, and she wanted to come back. Oh, with. that's that's right. We turned her into, like, the warrior queen or whatever, right? So... Uh, maybe. When we fought all the monstrosities, was she a warrior queen? Well, I, like, we had, we had sort of two paths. She was an ape. Underarm. Wasn't she an ape? She was not for a while, yeah. Yeah. Is that like, what you mean? Well, no, I, I think I think it was we had two paths that we could send her on. That was we could sort of keep her with us or leave her there. And I guess we chose to keep her with us. So I guess I guess we would probably would take her with us then. Yeah, she could throw um Strahd off his game. Mm-hmm. Okay. So at the moment She'll be in the carriage with you, and then you can make a decision when you get there as to whether or not you polymorph her or she just sits mm. down at dinner and you see what happens. That will use my fourth level spell slot. Okay. Just to, You guys should all have done a long rest. Here, yeah. well, that should, I mean, that'll neuter me a little bit. Well, theoretically, this is just dinner. That's right. What? Although with, and like, the worst just possible mode of transportation he brought. Yeah. Delg runs to the convenience store and uh, goes into the refrigerated section and decides to bring some crab salad. <laughs> okay. And the well, cheapest only... bottle of wine they have. I, pull wine. Out, yeah, I have an extra bottle of grape mash that I pull out of my right. rucksack. I yes. Yes. I think, I, think, I think the Count will love this. I think bringing wine to dinner is a great idea. Okay. Well, without further ado, um, let's jump right back in. It is morning, and you are outside next to this cart, and Arena's with you guys. And you slowly, one by one, get into this black cart. This large rider slowly creaks up into the chair up top. And he starts to uh, grab the reins of the horses. You guys get in, settle in. There's plenty of room. It's a lot bigger on the inside 
than you would think. It's a little comfortable, too. I call the coachman Mort. Mort? Mort. Yeah. It's a uh, reference to um, Pratchett, Terry Pratchett. Nice. So, does he turn around? Maybe. I'm like, what's up, Mort? Yeah, I know. Working for a living sucks. <laughs> I give. I come up. I come up and give him kind of a bump on the shoulder. Nice. Ooh, you. Ooh. You feel. You got to eat a little more. You got to eat a little more, my friend. Yeah. I feel like Haku hasn't like maybe skeletons don't have like the same kind of uh, scariness to him for some reason. Mm-hmm. That sounds that sounds right. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, let's do some cultural appropriation while we're here. Why not? I don't know. Nice. It's a made up culture, so <laughs> how can I appropriate it? Absolutely. So you know any good toy stores? <laughs> <laughs> so you you get in and uh, you start to uh, take off a little bit. And <clears throat> settle into the carriage is comfy starts off very slow but sort of a rhythmic pace it's gently rocking back and forth lulling you into a false sense of safety it's warm and comforting it's good to relax and not be walking you figure the trip is going to take a couple of hours because you know where the castle is in relation to where Kresik was assuming that the castle is where the carriage is headed now your eyelids are becoming very heavy as the carriage rocks back and forth. You feel almost as comfortable as a baby in a mother's arms. Would you like to fight the urge and try and stay awake, or will you drift off? This is a decision oh, I want I'm all of you to make. I'm gonna fight hmm? it. You're gonna fight it? Yeah, I try and like uh, stick my head out into the night air, cool off. Okay. I want everyone that wants to fight it to make a DC 20 constitution saving throw. Yow. Uh... I have attempted this on your sheets. I know it's possible. <laughs> I'm doing it on beyond. If you check, if you check oh. the word, you can yeah, select the saving throw. I don't have beyond anymore. I don't know what my password is. And I've, apparently my email is not <laughs> resetting. So... so Click on the word constitution and it gives you a saving opportunity. Yeah. You, you can do it right in here. Double click. Somebody's trying to talk and like sounds is that James or Jason? Sounds like they're dying. Yeah, oh, Jason. you both talked at the same time. James first. Oh no, I just said I didn't say anything. Okay. It's Jason. Uh yeah, it's Jason. Sounds like your headset's dying, Jason. Yeah, I heard yeah, yeah motherfucker, yeah. <laughs> You sound like the Marge's sisters from The Simpsons. That's right. Yeah, Drifting off to sleep. All right, Haku rolled a one. He's definitely going to sleep. Wilbur yeah. rolled a 15. Also going to I sleep. feel like Dead. I fall asleep with my head half out the window and like my tongue lolling out. <laughs> Delgi got like a nine. Uh, so I just need uh, Elric and Jamamar. Man, I don't know what's going on with my foundry. It is slow as fucking molasses. Elric's got a 17. Jamamar, are you the only one to stay awake? 
Um, I haven't rolled yet. I know. Hold on. Oh, okay. He's, he's, <laughs> that was he's dramatically <laughs> making the engine higher. Is that better? Yes. Yeah. Hold on, let me see what's going on here. Are you on uh, D&D Beyond? Yeah, I keep turning over the Constitution, but I don't get the little B thing. Oh, there it goes. Okay. I don't know if it's rolling into there or not. It did. <clears throat> All right. Everyone slowly drifts off to sleep. Very Must warm. Resist. Very cozy. Yeah. Elric, you drift off to sleep with visions of family gatherings. Your grandfather, your parents, sitting around a very ornate wooden table, eating a rather large meal. You realize this is a much younger version of yourself. This is a holiday gathering from when you were a boy, probably around 10 years old. Roast beef, potatoes, other roasted root vegetables, thick, savory gravy, wine goblets, clinking cheers to health and prosperity. It's a very happy, warm feeling. Delg, you drift off to visions of your uncle helping you make your first batch of beer. His weathered hands helping you roll a barrel, creaking to its resting spot in the fermentation room. He smiles and gives you a wink as he thumps it. For good luck. Wilbur, you see a younger version of your father talking to his father around a large campfire near colorful tents. Halfling men and women in brightly colored outfits tell stories and sing and dance. You see the glint to the family ring on your grandfather's finger. The very same ring you found in that house in Barovia. Haku, you see a family meal around a campfire. Your younger brother Kakane and your younger self. Your parents are proud. They're roasting a wild boar. You remember this day was your first kill. The moon is full, casting its warm silvery light across everything in its path. As this boar is spitted, spitted across the fire, slowly being turned. It smells wonderful. Jamamar, you remember the man who taught you how to fight, your commander in the unit, a father figure, his tutelage in battle, grooming you to be the soldier that you became. His proud hand on your shoulder, a smirk on his lips and a nod that you were ready as he gifts you a sword. It's the very same sword that you hold in your hands today. The sword means a lot to you. And it meant a lot to him. Elric, we're back with you. Your grandfather is closing a small wooden case. He pushes it up against the wall and turns around to see you. He seems slightly surprised. In his warm voice, he says, How long have you been there? What do you say? Uh, long enough. <laughs> I see. I have something you should see. 
He turns the wooden box towards you and opens it. On the inside, you see a silver engraved symbol of Lathander. Next to a flask of clear fluid, a wooden stake, and a mallet. The stake seems fresh, recently carved, and the mallet has many marks on it. He pushes it towards you and smiles, almost like he's going to be passing this off to you, like a rite of passage of some sort. Delg, your uncle screws a tap into the wooden barrel tightly. He raps on the side of the barrel with his knuckles. Pleased with the sound, he tips the barrel on its side and opens the tap into a frosted mug. The amber fluid splashes quickly into the mug, foaming as it rises. He draws a second mug and fills it to the brim. He hands it to you and raises his fist. His look to you sings praises words couldn't share. And he says, cheers, my boy. What do you say? Cheers. And he down the hatch as much as he can. Little nice. baby fully haired Delg. <laughs> nice. Wilbur. You stand on either side of a high-backed wooden throne atop a marble dais. Strahd, oddly enough, is beside you, donning a scarlet red tunic with glimmering gold clasps and a black cape flowing over his shoulders. You look down at your hands and you see your grandfather's ring, as well as his weathered, age-spotted hands. A hall before you extends 30 feet ahead. Various guards and well-adorned nobility form an aisle, and the crowd is abuzz with hushed voices. And the attending crown is illuminated by a towering stained glass window in the far corner, depicting a cerulean and gold sunrise. The murmurs of the hall are quieted by the groan of heavy wooden doors parting. A procession of marching footsteps and the fanfare of trumpets proceed a beautiful man with black wavy hair and kind eyes and a warming smile. He's leading a group of a dozen people into the chamber. He approaches boldly, confidently, draped in the familiar robes of the Morning Lord. A gilded, radiant sword rests at his hip. The hilt of the weapon is so finely crafted that you would not be faulted for believing it was made of pure light. He drops to a knee before the throne, before Strahd, and you recognize for the first time that this is Sergei, Strahd's brother. Haku, the smell of the roasted boar makes you salivate. You can practically taste it from the smell alone, which fills your nostrils. It has a slight hint of pepper. The beast having been marinated and rubbed in spices prior to being roasted over the stoked coals. Your mother kisses your brother on the forehead and lightly turns him by the shoulder, gently pushes him in the direction of the river to get washed for dinner. You follow after, your hand on his shoulder. You have a strong connection with your brother, you always have. And you know that someday you're going to take him on his first hunt. But today, it was about you. And that's what they're celebrating. Jamamar, you take the battlefield as the horn sounds, calling the front line into order. 
You stand two paces off the man that taught you everything you know. He pulls a silver talisman from inside his tunic. You've seen it before, a glimpse of a silver dragon. As he presses the talisman to his lips and puts it back in against his heart for safekeeping. The horn calls a second time, two extended blasts, and the front line you are a part of rushes forward to meet the enemy. Swords drawn, shields up, your heart races, the thrill of battle. Heading into it with your comrades, with your father figure. This is your first fight, and you have to fight. Elric, it's dark. Candles flicker in a slight breeze as you walk down the hallway towards a bedroom door that's ajar just enough. <laughs> Wheezing comes from the other side of the door. You push the door open to find your grandfather laying on a bed. Ropes at his ankles and wrists, struggling to get away. He's pasty and pale, and blood seeps from his neck. Also in the room is a cleric and your father. The cleric turns, he looks at you. His grizzled features tell a story of pain, a life hard-lived in service of faith. He opens his mouth. The light of Lathander is strong in this one. He should stay and become death, he says with a grin. Delg, your uncle is smiling, raising his frosted mug. Down the hatch, as you said. He drains the cup in one pull. He sets the mug down. When you realize the glass is stained red, but it's not like wine. It's more viscous and opaque. Blood trickles down your uncle's face and drips onto his chest. He smiles, a big beaming grin. His teeth are mottled crimson. Wilbur, you are whisked away to a castle courtyard where Strahd walks alongside Tatiana, who looks amazingly like Irina, especially in the soft dusk light. He asks her how she finds her new quarters here and her satisfaction with the amenities of castle life. Everything is wonderful, old one, she says. Strahd's eyes momentarily grow wide at these words as if a knife suddenly pierced his chest. The sound of a gentle harp strums over the quiet courtyard and the mists blind you. Tatiana giggles behind you, but you're no longer behind the castle. She sits on a stool in a grandiose paneled music room. Her hair has grown several inches, so a lot of time has gone by, and her holy vest, home, homely vestments have been replaced by a simple but beautiful summer dress. Stunning harp music drifts through the air, and you see Strahd plucking at the instrument's strings, entirely at peace and enraptured by Tatiana slash Arena's joy. He's almost frozen in time. The two begin to sing until a door clicks open and Sergei enters. She stands, bows to him, and hurries towards Sergei. He hugs her so tightly that she rises from the ground. He spins her around the fading room. The look on Strahd's face tells a story of deep jealousy and rage. Haku, your family's cooking fire. 
The smell of the roasting boar is overwhelming, but you can't help but feel it's being cooked too much. With every red drop of juice that sizzles in the fire, your stomach groans. The moon is full and bright, and when you notice the tingle in the hair of your arms, the moon's caress makes you feel alive. Your heart starts to race and your stomach violently cramps. Jamamar, on the battlefield, your commander picks up a lance and takes an armored rider off a horse. The horse kicks out and jumps away, scrambling to exit the fray. All around, men are engaged in combat. Weapons gleam and the screams of the wounded mixed with the battle cries of the victorious. Your sword sings with every swinging chop. The enemy go down before you in a spilling pile of limbs and splashes of gore. Your commander looks on and smiles. You see the shadow of what can only be death itself rise behind him like a foreboding specter. You try to say something to warn him, but no words come out. Elric, the cleric reaches out to you and leads you forward. The struggling form on the bed, your grandfather pleads. You can clearly see the puncture marks in his neck. They weep blood as he pulls at his bonds, thrashing about. Is this a memory? Is this a dream? Even you are unsure at this point. The cleric puts the mallet in your young hand. Your father grins. His eyes have a darkness in them. As he hands you the wooden stake, your grandfather screams and your father nods that it's time. Delg, off your uncle's blood-dredged smile, you look down in your own mug as a teeming soup of coagulated blood and maggots. The room is very cold. This is the first time you'd noticed the pile of bloody clothes on the floor, all small, a shoe half the size of your foot, a child's wooden horse, a toy on a bloodied pull string. The large vat used for treading grapes has bloodied footprints around it. As you step toward it in disbelief, your uncle's words pierce your brain. This is a younger vintage. You flash on eating the dream pie so delicious, so wrong. Wilbur, your great-grandfather creeps through the castle. Is this castle Ravenlaw? It's hard to tell. His hands finger a crack in the wall, a slight separation. A door opens. The room has a domed ceiling and what looks like stars in the roof. The floor is covered with coins and cups and jewels that gleam in the candlelight. Your grandfather smiles, the biggest smile you've ever seen. His joy turns sour as he coughs. <coughs> a spat of blood comes out of his mouth and dots a golden coin on the floor. You look down as you are your grandfather, and you see your chest blooming with red as something sharp and piercing pulls out straight back. Darkness slowly overcomes you. Haku, the moon tears at your flesh, molding, remaking you into something else. Your family runs in terror as you hunt them down. You leap the fire pit, knocking aside the roasting pig your mother tries to run. The beast inside you has a purpose that you cannot stop. You're powerless. You watch in horror as you end the life of those you love, tearing them limb from limb. Jamamar, your commander, is dragged away, screaming. You try to stop, 
but it's arms from everywhere that envelop you. The arms of the dead, they're all around. Every soldier dead on the field, now many years rotted dead. Flesh and clacking skeletons and rusted armor shamble forth, overwhelming you under a suffocating pile of flesh and bone. Suddenly, the carriage rocks and stops. You all come awake. Elric, how do you feel? Uh, disoriented. Would you share any of your dream? Uh, I don't think so. I mean, I'd just be looking around, wondering what's what the hell. Just disturbed, disoriented, quiet. Doug, how do you feel? Oddly, he feels like hungover, and mm-hmm. he looks around and he pulls out his little stein and one of his little mini mini kegs he carries and taps into a fresh one, but very carefully is examining it and checking it, but not really. He doesn't say anything. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Wilbur, how about you? Uh, probably wake up, hand on my chest, make sure there's no holes in it. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sharing anything. I do kind of look at my hands and think maybe I need to be on my best behavior today. <laughs> If you were to unwrap the wounded hand, you would still you would see that it's still a, a bloody seeping wound that doesn't seem to be healing, mm. but there's nothing inside it that you can see. Thank goodness. Haku, how do you feel? I think Haku would probably wake up in a cold sweat, his eyes wide, like you know, kind of that. Uh, you've just you've had the dream where you're falling and you wake up and he's kind of, he's glancing at everyone else. Um, Mm -hmm. Can he, uh, can he tell that other people are upset? I think so. Yeah. I think he could tell that everyone's a little on edge. On edge. Yeah. He would then probably like kind of blow out through his mouth Mm -hmm. and say, you would not believe what I just dreamed. <laughs> no glass and like swallows the rest of his tankard. <laughs> Did everybody sleep? I thought I thought tried to tried so hard to stay awake. Yeah. I definitely did. I must have had too many before we got in. Sorcery. Yeah, remember who we're going to see. Magic is bad. I keep saying that to you guys. I don't know why you don't listen to me. Del conjures a, a stein full of beer in his hand. Mm-hmm. Well, that's useful magic, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> it starts to rain outside. And you can definitely see, you know, it's starting to pitter-patter on the roof. Yet the carriage has stopped. You peek out the window, and you see that uh, it is dark. It is very misty. 
and giant walls are in front of you. There's sort of a moat, and it's been a drawbridge has been pulled down. You're able to get out of the cart and approach the drawbridge. The castle's before you as the weather starts to get a little bit worse. Thick, cold fog swirling in and around your feet. I assume you guys adventure forward into the castle. Nope. Yeah, I mean, getting back, getting right. back in the carriage. Fantastic. The so we'll see <laughs> each other in a month. <laughs> Drawbridge is closed, or, or open, rather, so that you can come in. Uh, are you guys, you see it? Are you there? Yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. yep. Great. Okay. Yep. We are unpaused. You may move forward if you'd like. I'm still waiting. Why don't I... Oh, there I go. Okay. The thick, cold fog swirling in and around. Uh, and this door magically opens on its own. Every time the thunder hits, you can feel it in the ground. Through the drizzle, you see torch flames fluttering on each side of the keep's open main doors. Warm light spills out of the entrance, flooding the courtyard. High above the entrance, a round window with shards of broken glass lodged in its iron frame. Wilbur, you are trumping through the mud. Looks like it's getting on your boots a little bit. You see that there's something at the edge of the steps here where you could clean your boots if you'd like. Doug doesn't. Nice. After getting stabbed in my chest in my dream, I'm going to be on my on my best behavior. <laughs> Clean my boots. The doors are wide open. It's almost inviting. In the entryway, these doors hang open, flanked by fluttering torches on either side in iron sconces. Twenty feet inside the castle is a second set of doors. These doors suddenly swing open, revealing a grand hall filled with the sound of organ music. Let me open this door. Here. As you creep into this room here, cobwebs stretch between the columns that support the vaulted ceiling, a great dusty hall dimly lit by sputtering torches and iron sconces. The torches cast odd shadows across the faces of eight stone gargoyles, squatting motionlessly on the rim of the dome ceiling. Cracked and faded ceiling frescoes are covered by decay. Double doors of bronze stand closed to the east. To the north, a wide staircase climbs into darkness. A lit hallway to the south contains another set of bronze doors through which you hear sad and majestic organ tones. As you are in here, an elf with brown skin crests the top. He starts to slowly make his way down. 
Good evening. I am Rahadin. This is my master's castle. You have been expected for dinner. You're on time. I am impressed. Is this the... (laughs) 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 Jabba Bar just rolled initiative just for everyone who knows. (laughs) Is this the first elf we've seen? This is the first elf you've seen. I thought so. Mm -hmm. Also, I don't appreciate that the gargoyles are tokens. I just want (laughs) to... Uh, the red dragon wormlings also was noted. Uh, yes, uh, as you were wormling. coming through that other room, you notice atop four different pedestals are red dragon wormlings, and they look like statues. But Elric, as you pass by one of them, you swear that the tail moved. Like There's no ape statue, though, right? No ape Pardon? statue, though, correct? <laughs> no ape statue. Oh, there's no ape statue. There is no not ape yet. statue. Not yet. Not until it moves. You don't yeah, see that's it. right. That's I'm right. We don't see it until it comes to life and kills us. Okay. Yeah, that's right. This one is labeled nice gargoyle. So Del does <laughs> approach the gargoyle and appreciate uh-huh. the craftsmanship. Yeah, the handsome thing over here. It is. You notice that it looks like it was very well crafted. You can see every little detail. It's almost as if that thing is alive. Yeah. It's just very well sculpted. And the garrulous one, though. lazy and grabbed tokens <laughs> and dragged them in. The garrulous gargoyle, though. Hmm? I find it hard that he'd be living up to that uh, <laughs> description. <laughs> what about the handsome gargoyle? And this is Rahadin? Impartial Rahadin. This is impartial Rahadin, yes. He's impressed with your showing up on time. Just a few months late. Mm-hmm. Well, Rahadin, I can see you're someone who doesn't hold any biases and will treat us fairly. So please escort us <laughs> to uh, <laughs> your master. And see all sides of the. Would anyone care for anything? No drinks for us, Delg says. Uh, I, I look around. <laughs> like that. What? Haku holds up his bottle of wine. I brought wine. <laughs> oh, I did. I did bring this mayo. This was, do you have this an opener? Was, BY, was BYOB. <laughs> nice. So good. <clears throat> Jamamar, um, elf is one of his languages. So he tells, oh. him, tells okay. him in elfish that um, he know, he's got an eye on him and that he's looking forward to killing him at some point. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, well done. That's not... He responds responds to you in in Elvish that he likes your spirit and he's looking forward to that day as well. And he kind of nods like a little bow to you. Jamar nods back. Okay. Nice. So he slowly makes his way around Haku, looking at him with a little side eye as he passes him. I, I keep making the the bottle opener motion, and like, and then I kind of like raise my uh-huh. like eyes to him, like. Eh. He turns, looks at you, 
snaps his fingers and suddenly someone else appears right next to you and says, you rang. <laughs> and this really tall dude uh, is standing next to you. He reaches out and takes the bottle from you. Do you let him have it? Uh, I, I hold on to it for a second because I'm kind of mm -hmm. surprised. He's like, no, okay. I just wanted an opener. What are you what are you doing? So he tugs the bottle away from you a little bit, and then his hand envelops the top of it, and you see... And he pulls the cork out and hands you the bottle minus the cork. Oh. I, Haku thinks, I could have done that. <laughs> nice. And, then, and, I, and Haku's still kind of surprised, but he's like, uh, okay. Thanks. So, Rahi Dean says, please, follow me. He comes into this room. Torchlight flutters against these walls in this vaulted hall. To the east, an arched hallway stretches for 20 feet, ending in a spiral staircase that goes up and down. Next to the hallway, a suit of armor, oiled and glistening, stands at attention in a shallow alcove to the west. Large double doors hang slightly open, and a steady, bright light escapes through the opening. Swells of organ music come from behind the door, spilling their melody of power and defeat into the hall. By all means, please enter the room with my master. Welcome to my humble abode. Having lived here for so long, I tend to take its beauty for granted. To see the wonder in the eyes of someone who views it for the first time is always so enlightening. How long this has room you lived is here? Oh, that's a good question. He steps away from the organ and starts to come around. My friend Cleric, I have been here for over 400 years. My family owned this before that. What do you think of this room? It's very nice. Although Eric looks slightly disappointed at the 400 years. Lord Strahd, don't belittle us. Obviously, this is very fancy. You don't need to speak down to us. You look at this room. There's three enormous crystal chandeliers that brilliantly illuminate this magnificent chamber. There's pillars of stone stand against the dull white marble floors supporting the ceiling. In the center of the room is a long, heavy table covered with fine white satin cloth. The table is leaden with many delectable dishes. These are appetizers. There's some beets 
some roasted vegetables, some sauces, roots and herbs, all kinds of tastes. There's a few sweet vegetables, not a lot of things, some fruits, some things you haven't seen in a while. Does anybody wish to take a piece of something? Oh, yeah. Haku will okay. help himself to whatever looks the meatiest. I do like beets. Delk sees the blood red beets and he turns his appetizer fork upside down on his plate. <laughs> nice. Yeah. You notice that there are uh, delicate china and silver place settings for each one of you and a crystal goblet filled with a delicate amber liquid. Looks tantalizing and fragrant. At the center of the far west wall between the floor-to-ceiling mirrors stands a massive organ where he was sitting there playing. You know, above the organ, you notice a painting of Strahd. And the painting, you recognize, Elric, because it looks very much like the armor you're wearing. Cool. So Strahd says, emotions towards the table. Please take a seat. I have anticipated this moment from the very first days you sought out and touched my statue in the cellar of that house. Those children, so unfortunate to have parents and such. The despicable relationship the father had with the maid, the behavior of humanity as a whole disgusts even me. Yet he did get his in the end. You see a flash in your mind of the husband, Mr. Durst, hanging in the bedroom as lightning lit up the room. You guys remember that? It was like mm -hmm. session three, maybe yeah. two. I remember that. I remember that's I where we started. That. Every time there was a bedroom, we had a fight. That's where it that's started. Right. <laughs> Strahd says, many would seek to blame myself as followers of my, how shall I say this, mindset. They tend to live on the darker edges of existence. And you see a flash of the dead children you found in the attic, the very same children that asked you to save their brother in the house back in episode one. Is this my fault that people can be inherently evil? I know for a fact that there is darkness amongst even your own party. Yet you have not discovered it yet. <laughs> Looks over at uh, Will Lesser. He looks at Jababar and then he looks at you, Elric, and he says, those who live in glass coffins shouldn't throw stones, as they say. <laughs> I always oh, thought it was man, those man. who live in grass houses shouldn't stow thrones, but... <laughs> Potato Patano. At any rate, I wanted to invite you here under civilized conditions. Certainly you are tired of potted beet stew. And full of root vegetables, the occasional rancid wolf steak. The wine is mostly gone in Barovia, but I suppose 
I have you to thank for revitalizing the Wizard of Wines. We are but humble wine deliverymen. Mm. I saw. We're actually a fan of our own brew, if you forgive my impoliteness. He slams the stein down on the table. Doug's been throwing daggers this whole time. Okay. Yeah, I think Haku's gonna pour out his amber liquid and pour his grape mash into the cup. You and do gonna... not trust me? Uh, to give me a drink that I like? No, I don't trust anyone with that, man. Fair enough. Would you like some grape mash? I'm willing to share. It is tough for me to imbibe like I used to. Mm, Things do yeah. not taste the same. Mm. I will try it, if you would have me. Oh, sure. He picks up an empty goblet and comes over to you and stands next to you. He's a very tall, imposing figure. Yeah, Haku's also very tall. Is he taller than Haku? Haku's probably like 6'6". Six, six. You stand up, and Strahd is shorter than you. <laughs> I give him a grin. Mm -hmm. And I pour him a little... I pour him a, a healthy cup, actually. Mm -hmm. He to be. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, hold up my, I hold up my cup and, and clink it with his. Uh -huh. There you go. Nice. Okay, so he raises it and takes a drink. I do taste a bit of the grape mash. You can really taste while. it, can't you? Yeah. It's all the mash. That's what I love about it. You can really get the mash in there. I thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Delg. He looks at you. Lord I believe Lord. I have you to thank for the Wizard of Wines. The druids were always such a pest. Holdovers from the early days of worshipping the fanes, as it were. They have since turned their back on the ladies and were attempting a ritual in my honor that I saw you disturbed. It makes no difference to me whether they follow me or not. I am and always will be the land no matter what anyone says or does. But the fact that you are revitalizing the Wizard of Wines means they will be producing again. Well, revitalize some land, salt, the other, whatever it takes. I understand. At any rate, I thank you. I always like to accommodate my guests with the very best that my lands have to offer, salted or not. Lord Strahd, we can yes. drop, drop this charade. We appreciate your invitation, but we all know this is a joke, right? Why would I make a joke? I have taken a long, hard look at what you've done since you came here. Now, above the table, I'm going to assume that you cast Polymorph and put her in your pocket. What does everyone else think? Did we agree on that? Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Mm -hmm. We'll just have to have a sand timer for an hour. Mm-hmm. 
We do have another engagement tonight that we need to be on to. <laughs> oh, do you? So I have seen the things that you have done in my lands to children, no less. Do you think that you are above me? You come to my lands, the darkness that you bring, attacking people in bedrooms? Well, at least he never slipped on ball bearings. You know what I mean? <laughs> We're just trying to get home, man. Perhaps we all just want to get home. Dude, what the fuck down. does that even mean? Yeah, <laughs> is how, how hard are you? Doesn't make any sense. How hard are you trying if you've been here for four hundred years? <laughs> yeah. If you've learned anything about Barovia, you know that you cannot leave. I cannot leave. I would love to, but I cannot. Can it is be so my gloomy, curse. though. I'm sorry. What? Does it have to be so gloomy? <laughs> I mean, if we're stuck here, we'll make it a little sunnier. I don't think that is in my best interest. Certainly in ours. And I see that you have been taking care of business, as it were. In fact, I, I, I would like to thank you again. Few others have tried to exert their power over the land, and I must thank you for taking care of those witches. Those hags were killing children and turning them into dream pies. I never tried one myself. Delg, you tasted one. It was good, was it not? The best trip I've ever been on. Yes. Pity I cannot properly enjoy food the way I used to. Of course, I cannot condone such dreadful behavior. They were overstepping their bounds and trying to terrorize the local community. I even believe they had a spy inside the castle here. <laughs> I suspect which halfwit it was. He had no interesting access to me. So my worry was very little. And no longer, thanks to you. So this monologuing is great, but uh, really, what are we here for? I spent a lot of time writing this. <laughs> Rod, what do you want with Not Arena? At all. <laughs> what do you want with Arena? What do I want with Arena? She is my love. I want love. You know that no means no, right? <laughs> Feeling doesn't seem mutual. No. <laughs> she does not love you, Strahd. She loves someone else. Who is this person that she loves? Oh. If she wants to tell you or the person that she loves, that's that's her prerogative. And uh, Delk slightly adjusting his chair to caress his palm slightly over his, his chest pocket. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure her love was willing in, to wait, is patient. That's not you, Strahd. <laughs> They do say love is patient. 
Haku chimes in over his mm. great mash. He sort of turns on his heel and he walks over to the corner over here. And he says, you do wish to have dinner, yes? I mean, they've already started eating, so. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm doing pretty well right here. I mean, if you were going to kill us, you'd have killed us already. So I'm just eating. Indeed. You are very smart, Cleric. If I wanted you dead, you would be dead. But why aren't we dead? I find it very interesting what you are doing in these lands, and I am keeping my eye on you. Yeah, we'll see how it plays out. You are going to help me, believe it or not. Well, uh, wasn't the whole point of the little monologue that we're already helping you? So, I mean, shouldn't we already, like, I mean, what do you got? Like, what, what can we get out of this? I feel Return like, the uh, favor. yeah. Don't you owe us, it sounds like. We're doing all these favors for you. Yeah, we killed a dragon and everything. That guy was like, yeah. he was totally anti-you, and we, we <laughs> killed him. Right. The abbot. Yes. He was a strange one, was he not? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, real asshole. Maybe the it... second strangest thing in this crazy mixed up life, for <laughs> sure. What would be the first? <laughs> Haku just takes a drink. <laughs> Elric, how are you finding my armor? It's pretty comfortable. Uh, it hasn't tried to kill me or anything, so. Not yet. <laughs> the first course is here. I've taken the liberty of choosing the meals for you. Young servants with blank looks on their faces shuffle into the room with trays in their arms. Each tray is a golden colored platter with a domed lid. The trays are set in front of you and the lids are pulled off one by one. Haku, what is your meal? Uh, maybe it's roast boar. Mm. Good. Good choice. Mm -hmm. John Mamar, what's your meal? John Mamar, he doesn't want to eat. Ever since that dream, he's like on edge. And he just looks at Strahd. And he's like, not killing us is going to be your your mistake. Y your time's going to end. Uh, uh, Jamamar, maybe not now. <laughs> <laughs> no, Haku, I agree. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> he is right. Arian is always getting in trouble for starting a fight. I tell you. The paladin is right. My time is coming to an end. That is because someone will take my place. He looks around the room one by one. Kind of giving everyone a look like it's you. Del kind of tidies up his dinner plate a little bit, like puts the forks back and tilts his wine glass back up. Del, the dome is lifted off yours. What is your meal? That's funnel cakes. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I want that. 
Is it like <laughs> strawberry covering or something? Yeah, well, there's like a uh, there's like a variety sampling of of Dunkings. You know, it's been they're steaming hot, crispy on the yep. outside, warm and doughy in the middle. The appropriate amount of powdered sugar, but uh, any any That's dipping good. you could wish. That's good. That's good. Elric, well, what's your meal? Steak a poivre. <laughs> nice. Uh, do you dive right in? Yes. All right. Uh, why don't you do a constitution saving throw? It's absolutely delicious. Wilbur, the lid is lifted off yours. What is your meal? Rabbit pie. Nice. Do you uh, dive right in? Uh, no, but I do drink the amber liquid. Okay. Why don't you do a constitution saving throw? It tastes really good, but you feel like it's going to your head a little bit. Your hand, your left hand, throbs. Do you open up the bandage? Yeah, I'll peek at it. I'm kind of obsessed with it. Like, I look at it every chance I get it. Mm-hmm. You, uh, you unwrap it, and you see the, the wound in your hand, and for just a split second, you feel like something pulled back. But now you're not even sure. Because if you poke around the skin, it just seems tender, sore. And not healing. And not healing. I'll kind of push the plate away a little bit. Okay. He says, that is a nasty wound you have there. Was it a particular? Ah, yes. I know the cut of that steel. I bet you do. He holds up his palm, and he has the same exact cut on his hand. And it opens just like yours and starts to weep blood down his wrist. And it's sort of a very ambery, liquidy blood. The grape mash, drinking the grape mash, not a bad idea now, huh, boy? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, what have I done? Haku, are you enjoying your glass. meal? Are you going to enjoy sure. your meal? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, boar is right. boar. Why don't you roll a constitution saving throw? All right. Nah, 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 nah. Oh, baby. Yeah. Roll. <laughs> That is the wow. best roast boar you've ever had. <laughs> Delicious. Yeah. The crackling nice is like streaming down my chin. Mm-hmm. That's really good. Nice. So, um, Strahd is just sort of sitting there looking at you, and, and he says, By all means, you are here. Do you have anything you'd like to speak to me about? I have already told you that 
Yes, indeed, you are right. My time is coming to an end, as someone will likely take my place. But... I am wearing your armor, well, so... You are wearing my armor. And it looks good on you. I'm sure it probably fitted itself to you the moment you slipped in. That's what she said. <laughs> I love a good that's what she said joke. All, all <laughs> vampires do. Speaking of she, where is she? She's safe. Who killed Ismark? Is she safe in your pocket? How dare you? Who killed Ismark? Ismark. Yes, her brother. A friend then, of ooh, mine. Who maybe like he know like he knows knows that she's in there, right? Yeah, he does. So, he rolled a twenty. <laughs> maybe maybe she like bursts out. And she's like, yes, my brother. Ah, Irina. It is good to see you. It has been a long time. I had warned you mm. that if you didn't come. Nope, steps in front of him. Nice. That's good. That's good. I love that. So Irina, we'll put her behind. Let's let me let me grab her out. Oh, is she under NPCs? Uh, I'm not going to look for her. We know she's there. So, he's, he lets you stand in the way. And he says, I had warned you that if you didn't come to me, I would destroy everything you loved. Because of the pain I have gone through for years, I am trying to recoup my love. I can give you the world. I can turn the world for you. I will give you everything you've ever wanted, including your brother back. If you come to me. Delg, what do you think she says? That's a good question. I, I, maybe just, you lie, that's, that's impossible. It is not impossible. He wants her to choose. Yeah, in, in what form? The things we've seen? There's always a cost. He can't just take her. She has to choose it. Like, that's, Elric just Indeed. stands up. He, she has to choose it. Why would she ever choose it? Nice. You are right, Cleric. You are right. It is much easier if she makes the choice rather than me to force her into something. Do you, you think you can't. I want you? You can't force her, or you would have. He sort of comes over to you, and he looks at you. I could crush you in a heartbeat. Do it. Yet, I let you live. Steps back over here. 
sits back to his seat. What's Arena going to do? John Mark tells Arena, before you make your choice, we we know he can bleed, so we know he can he can die. I think Arena s- steps behind like Delk's chair. Mm-hmm. Rod, if you can crush us, if you can do your will, if you can force Arena, obviously you need us for some reason. So get to it, man. I have already told you. Someone will take my place. We get it. Arena, if you choose this guy, you have to listen to a monologue for hours. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of talking. (laughs) I assure you, it will be well-crafted verbiage. (laughs) (laughs) Damn it. The best SAG... uh, Derived dialogue. <laughs> the writer's strike for? is over. <laughs> we have Arena. the best people working on this. He promises you hours of do- a dialogue, and I can promise you seconds of ecstasy. <laughs> <laughs> Two minutes in heaven is better than one minute in heaven. I cannot promise two minutes. <laughs> nice. But I can promise you the world. Are you professing your love to Arena? Oh. Uh, yeah. I think this is the first time he comes out and says something so blunt. Mm-hmm. I wonder how Arena reacts to that. I roll charisma <laughs> or persuasion. It's like Delg's stat. Yeah, roll roll for persuasion. You roll for seduction. <laughs> Thirty seconds in heaven is a powerful argument. Oh yeah, I don't remember him actually saying thirty seconds. I I just heard seconds. <laughs> yeah, I just heard less than two minutes. So <laughs> it's a range, okay? Depends. Have I hydrated that day? She she sits next to you and she takes this chair. And pulls it over and sits next to you. And she says, Delg, I thank you. And she kind of smiles and looks into your eyes. And Strahd does not like this at all. He gets up. It is you I have to thank. And and Delg is like bright red as he looks Mm -hmm. at the, the fellas. Strahd slowly walks over towards you. He steps behind John Mamar. Can I try to trip him as he goes by? (laughs) (laughs) Drop some ball bearings. As as you stick your foot out to trip him, he passes right through it. Oh, that bastard's not even here. (laughs) And he stands next to Delg. And he says, the one that will replace me will not be you. You will feed the earth. Your flesh, your bones, they will become the land. That's natural. That's what I want. Yeah, better than serving Strahd. I don't believe you're going to want how this will end. And with you gone, I will take her and do as I please. 
Yeah, you haven't done it yet. You're not going to do it. She has to choose. You all think you're so smart. Yet, you're only halfway there. So much to happen. So much coming. The things you will see. Take five years. <laughs> this campaign <laughs> will take forever, especially if people can't show up. <laughs> well, we've cleared our schedule. <laughs> You're phony fraud, Strahd. Tony Fraud. Hey, Lord, uh, okay. Lord Fraud. Lord, Lord Fraud. fraud. And, and I like it. starts banging on the table. Lord Fraud. Lord Fraud. How Lord how Fraud. Will go. Lord Fraud. I, I do it. <laughs> Come on, Rahadin. I know you're impartial to this, but go ahead. <laughs> Rahadin sort of comes in and peeks his head in. And uh, he says, Dessert has arrived. Do you guys want dessert? <laughs> I mean, oh yeah, That's, sure. Why not? I don't want. I want to see what it is. It's got to be something impressive. Rahadin starts disrobing. <laughs> <laughs> a very pale, older, somewhat chubby man painfully pushes a cart with trays of desert, along with a honeyed scent. The scent is the scent of the sweet decay, and it's coming from the man himself. And you recognize the cold, dead face of Father Donovich. Last time you saw him, he was pleading with you to help him and save his son who had been oh. turned. And he seems very, very dead. Fuck that so guy. he pulls up with a cart. Uh, good old what's his face. Next to Haku. And uh, Haku, what do you take off the cart? What's there? You tell me. Uh, I'm going to take... I'm actually going to... Haku's not a big sweets guy. He's going to be like, no, 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 no. I've still got I've still got a little more boar here. And he kind of, you know, gets a gets a, a little uh, thumb in his... Between his teeth and he sucks at it. I'm, it's, I'm good, man. Keep going. Take nice. Some cheese. Take some cheese. Uh, he follows Rahadin over uh, behind uh, Elric. Elric, what would you like to take off the tray? Uh, is there a creme brulee on there? Creme there is a creme brulee on there. It looks very fresh. Ooh. Uh, freshly Just fired. Just that perfect, perfect crust on it. Yeah. yeah. You take the creme brulee. It looks delicious. Strahd has nothing. Wilbur, would you have anything from the tray? Um, Maybe like a little sandwich cream. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You find that very very sweet. Smells wonderful. Jamamar, will you have dessert? You have not touched your dinner. Jamamar says in elf elfish to him the get lost Strahd's little pet. <laughs> he wanders away. He goes behind Delg and behind Arena and out the door. Asshole. <laughs> Do you have any questions for me? I'd still love for you to answer who killed his mark. Yeah, that's that's right. We haven't got an answer to that. It was someone in town. Someone you met. 
someone who I was able to control. So you, you killed his mother. <laughs> well, that really narrows it down. <laughs> Do you remember the boys, the young boys? From the Milovich? Yeah. It was him. If you remember, he was the one that actually stole the bones from the church. The child is inherently evil. He had taken the bones from the church and given them to the coffin maker to keep for safekeeping until you all came along and found them. That old fool of a coffin maker, he was like putty in my hands, hiding my younglings. And I admit the church and the thieving of the bones was purely thrown together, sort of at the last minute. That fat priest really thought he had one going. But those street urchins are so easy. Next question. Why does someone have to take your place? So that I may leave. Where are if you going to go? The, the dark forces that rule over Barovia. Believe me, it is not me. There are things higher than me. You will see as you explore the lands, as you come across them, you will find the dark powers and you will know that they control the mists. They made me who I am and they will make one of you who you will be. And I will leave with Arena to live a long and happy life together in eternity. Lord Fraud, you've already said I won't ascend to take your spot. Arena, I don't want to speak for you, but clearly she has chosen me. So you keep saying you keep us around because one of us will ascend. Why am I still here? For my enjoyment. For your friend's enjoyment. The amount of joy that you bring this campaign <laughs> is wonderful. It's pretty good. <laughs> Someone has to bring polymorph. I appreciate that. But Indeed. The enlarge, reduce brings such a thrill every time. The ball bearings. Oh, remember when you crawled inside my head? <laughs> Delg like, uh, like, does like a puff of magic in his hand. Oh, I remember. I remember quite clearly. You realize that magic does not work in this room. Uh, so my puff of magic is really just like a. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a... your fingers. <laughs> oh, puts his hand back quickly. Yeah. I re yeah. I remember though. Jamar, slide ahead. It just lets everyone know that he also is sensing a little bit of evil in the room, just in case they didn't know. <laughs> no, just just a little bit. Yeah. Is it just a touch of evil? Putting your paladin thing. Where do you feel the evil is, Jamamar, in this room? Well, it's a little bit raiding from Wilbur, but it seems to be stronger coming from Strahd. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you ought to look at a mirror there, buddy. 
just yeah. just a bit. <laughs> there is an interesting dichotomy of how the room is is split here. If you look at Elric and Haku on one side of the table, and Jamamar and Wilbur on the other. Mm-hmm. That's Pointed true. Out for the for the audio listeners that. Yeah, and Delg, you missed your opportunity to sit at the end of the table and steeple your fingers and say so. I suppose you're wondering why I've called you all here this evening. <laughs> I like that Arena is now huddled close to Delg. She's reaching out and kind of grabbing at your arms and tugging at your coat a little bit, at your cloak. And uh, it makes Strahd a little uncomfortable. Is that a she wants to go? Not necessarily. Or just comfort. Okay. Right. It's sort of a comfort thing. You, you like, ready to go, baby? You ready? She, she <laughs> time to go. <laughs> I mean, even if she said it bluntly, Doug would completely misread the cues. But yeah, <laughs> running your fingers through your arm hair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Strad, can you tell us about this higher power? Are you protecting Barovia in your own mind? That is a good question. I have been here for a long time. This has always been my homeland, and I don't wish to see it destroyed. Now, many, many years ago, I was made into what I am today. Do I have regrets? Yes, many. However, I also have acceptance. Acceptance of what I became acceptance of what true power is. And yes, there are things that are worse than me in this land, and you will indeed meet them. Choices will be made. So were they the ones who brought us here, or was it you? That is a good question. That I cannot answer right now. <laughs> there are a lot of good questions tonight. <clears throat> I, thought, I just um, like saying that's a good question. <laughs> well, if you were a true master villain, you would tell us your whole plan. Yes, it always got you there. Yeah. Start the unnaturally slow dipping device. <laughs> <laughs> Sharks with lasers. <laughs> Yeah. <clears throat> I couldn't give you every tidbit. You have another two years to go. You don't want me to spoil it all for you. So what uh, What turned you into what you are today? Tell us a story, Uncle Fraud. I was oh. a young boy. My father never really <laughs> loved me. <laughs> <laughs> That is not true, Delg. My father and my mother had great love for me. So did the nursemaid. She taught me magic. She thinks of me as a mother. A bit. Like she wishes she was my mother. You'll meet her as well. As you quest about the land. When you get to the Amber Temple, that's when you'll know who really 
rules here. There are many things there, so many that I cannot quite tell you, but there are multiple forces at the Amber Temple. One stronger than the other. Those are the ones that made me who I am. They are the ones I took a knee to because I needed something and they gave me what I asked for. What did you need? I wanted eternal life and I wanted my love. Hmm. Yet like... she, go ahead. Sounds like a bad thing to ask for, if you ask me. How's that working out you. for you? <laughs> I think he got one at the expense of the other, and he can't have both. Perhaps you have never known true love. Well, I mean, this boar is doing me right now. <laughs> <laughs> you are, like, neck deep in that boar. <laughs> That's right. On the contrary, you... Doug says and glares and takes Serena's hand. Are you trying to show off? No. I think we all see that it's bothering you. Bothering me? Am yeah, I even your... I can see it, dude. Am I in your head? I no, my see. friend. I can. <laughs> you are not, but I assure you, everything I have said is going to ring with you you will wonder which of you is going to turn. You will wonder which of you has the darkness in you, the dark calling that you cannot resist. Why not what? multiple of us? <laughs> Indeed, there is yeah. that possibility. Yeah. Wilbur, hold your hand up again. <laughs> no, I think we got it. <laughs> Look, I mean, you keep pointing at Wilbur, but I mean, I could be dark. Yeah, I'm wearing I'm wearing his armor. Like maybe his armor is yeah. gonna turn me dark. Yep, we all hey, have hey, a buddy. gothic stage. <laughs> hey, buddy. My philosophy is not good versus evil. It's fuck you. Fuck me. Yes, you oh. in particular. We can say one thing assuredly: it is not me. And it's not. That, is, that is true. Strahd definitely said it's not going to be you. So. Yeah. Let me ask you a question, friend. How is your brother? Uh, he was doing all right last I saw. Last, a little, lo you... little long in the tooth. Last you saw him. Are we gonna have? And a when problem? was this? Haku stands up and pulls out his maul. <laughs> did, did I just hear oh my god <laughs> I see the room has turned a bit I'm still enjoying my dessert good he steps away uh, Haku and he moves back towards the table and he says I hope you find your brother soon. You have more in common 
But I believe you already know that. Sure. You know, tomorrow is a very special day. Do you know what tomorrow is? Saturday. Is it your brother's birthday? It's probably a full moon. Oh. The little one is right. Tomorrow is a full moon. <laughs> and since we have added the calendar to the campaign, <laughs> we know that in the next session, something oh. interesting might happen. Oh, it's yep. also Christoph Columbia's day. Do you think the banks Christoph are open? Columbia's day. That's, well, well hey, <laughs> so, speaking oh, of... Mail. Speaking of question time, uh, hey, how can we fix that? Haku, you know, he got bit by a werewolf. Is there a way to fix that, Strahd? I probably could fix it for you. Eh, I'm good. Yeah, but you're not going to, so how can we really fix it? Yeah, but I feel like I can become a starring character in my friend's screenplay, so I'm going to keep it for a while. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't want to deny my buddy his werewolf fix. So, you know, we're not going in. We're not going to do anything about it. He is right. There is a decidedly light version of lycanthropes within the Hollywood screenwriting <laughs> world. <laughs> oh, shit. Indeed, since I do believe the howling should be remade. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> Or at least a sequel that is not god-awful. <laughs> well, Ooh, that is, that I'm, is a good, I'm that is a, Jacob, that's all I'm saying. Well, another question for Strahd. Who's the best screen representation of a vampire? Ah. <laughs> I believe that would be Gary Oldman. Ah, good choice. Ooh, good, yeah, good choice. Anything. Yeah. Yes. Gary Oldman could play me, if we're being honest. <laughs> <laughs> and he would do it better. <laughs> My favorite line was when he said, Children of the night. They sing such sweet music. I was always a big fan of, I've crossed oceans of time. Yes. I'm not a fan of Keanu in that film, but <laughs> the rest of it is good. <laughs> Jama Mar. How have you been? I've been better. I enjoy this necklace of yours. Did it take long to accumulate? I hear it took him a while. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a fake laugh, Count Fraud. It is not. I do enjoy a good pun. I look forward to adding another pair of ears to them at some point. Ah, I know. You do indeed want Rahadin dead. Do you know how strong he is you don't no I tell you this if I put the two of you 
in a room together. Just the two of you. Would you like that? Do you think you could best him by yourself? Well, maybe if I had one little dicker with me, I'd be okay, but... A little what? I didn't understand. <laughs> yeah, I didn't hear. I didn't hear you. Did you say a little ditka? Uh huh. I do not know what a little ditka is. That bears. <laughs> <laughs> Impartial Rahadin, come in here. <laughs> Rahadin comes into the end of the door. Yes, sir. Take a stand, man. I did not get my CC's dessert pizza. I was eyeing it on the tray. Thank you for calling him in here, Shrug. <laughs> Indeed. And he leaves. <laughs> Wait, I, I actually, before, before before he leaves. Yeah. So, Radin, uh, did you choose to serve Strahd? Yes. I have chosen to serve my master. As he comes over to you, you see like a weird light swimming in his eyes, and you can almost hear like souls crying out, like tortured souls, like it's emanating from his body. It's a real weird, like sort of scream, like internal torment. But I don't know, it's, it's strange. It's like he's a vessel of darkness. Got some baggage. <laughs> Did you wish anything? Well, Delg wants his dessert, so. Indeed. I shall fetch the little one's dessert. So Strahd says, It was indeed wise for you not to make that choice this night. But I will give you that chance one day, and if you can best him, I will give you a sweet reward. And if you cannot, you will get an even sweeter one. <laughs> so it's win-win. For me. Yes. Did someone say something? What of your brother? Sergey. Do you have another brother? No. Why say Sergei. why did you say his name? We already knew we were talking about Sergey. He said your brother. That's Sergey. We knew that. I wanted to make sure that everyone understands, including the people at home. <laughs> <laughs> any any people perchance Give it access to the document sometimes exposition is needed to remind people <laughs> uh. yes my brother Sergei what about him oh, just how's that relationship well, he is no longer with us, as you know. Oh. Oh. 
that really true? As you say, potato, tomato. Hmm. <laughs> He's so, not on this plane. You think your brother's dead. Great. What about you know, any old wizards lying about? Oh. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. The mad mage. Hmm. Have you met him? We haven't, right? I know you haven't. Okay. <laughs> where, where could we find him if we were looking for him? Yes. He lives in the mountains. A recluse. Driven mad by his fight with me. He thought he could best me. A great wizard. That's one guy, though. So much greater than Delg. Ha! <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Delg isn't that that great a wizard, but his beer is really good. Joke's I mean, on you. I'm a sorcerer. <laughs> yeah, potato, 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 tomato, as you say. So the wizards in the mountains. Let me ask you this then, and Delg will carefully watch. Where can we find the weaver? Oh, you beat me to it. I was going to ask you. I'm just going to the weaver. Down. This thane you're not afraid of. The swamp. Of thing. course, I'm not a fade. <laughs> she is in the swamp. I don't see any swamps on the map. <laughs> That's why I'm asking. <laughs> you spread out like the map on the table. Could you just like circle the relevant pin for me there? Circle the relevant. If you areas. take a left at Tizer Falls and keep <laughs> going until you hit, you know, he just there is a place that is swampy. <laughs> you'll meet the nursemaid. You'll meet all kinds of things in this place, and there you will find what remains of the. Did you just say we'd meet the nursemaid? I believe I did. So we're going to meet the woman who took your virginity and was so important to you. What makes you say she took my virginity? Come on, buddy. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> He's been in your head, Strahd. He has not been in my head. I, I, I allowed I... you to do something. Do you think at third level you could best Strahd? I play games with you. And I play games with you, Strahd. You know how you've been waking up every morning at 3 a.m. going to pee when usually you sleep through the night? <laughs> <laughs> you know how you need those reading glasses? <laughs> Thank you, Haku. Exactly. I didn't want to put all my cards on the table. Oh, sorry. I didn't. I didn't want to. Didn't mean to reveal all your secrets. Indeed. Third, third level, Strahd. Yes, but you forget my background. And what, pray tell, is your background? I'm a hero. I'm a champion. My destiny is called for me to stand against you and pieces of shit like you. I'm in your head. Arena is beaming. And Strahd 
is twitching his eyebrows. <laughs> You'll see. I cannot wait for you to see. It'll be such a glorious day in Barovia when you become part of the soil and she cries over you. It will happen. I have seen it. I have been at the beginning and I have been at the end and I know all that happens and everything in the middle is inconsequential because I allow it to happen. I know what happens. And yet you still have to beg for her to love you. You're a son yeah, that's of a gotta bitch. hurt. But you've never lived outside of Barovia. You don't even know what else exists out there. Delk steps up on the table and he starts walking to him and he starts monologuing. Oh, yeah. Nice. You know the ending. You say you know the ending. You, you know all the possibilities, whatever, what have you. But Delk, I prom not Strahd, I promise you that the five of us, the six of us together, whether one of us turns dark or all of us turn dark, excluding me, guys, I'm, I'm good. We will find you, and we will find the real you. And he kicks Strahd's wine glass like Adam squarely. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, that was great, he think he's here. Oh. And the wine spatters through air and does not hit anything solid. We will find you, and we will be inside of you. Your head. <laughs> but before I, I know I just like pull back the curtain. Did anyone else have any questions before we lose him for good? I didn't want to like jump the gun. Like this is an important. No, life. I've been enjoying taunting him about the fact that he can't actually take arena. I mean, he's not physically here, so I mean, even if she said yes, he couldn't physically take her. If you know what I mean. Well, yeah, physically. Anybody have anything they want to say to Strahd? No, I think he I starts... finished, my, finished my creme brulee. I think it might be time to go. He starts to levitate. He starts to uh, become thinner and thinner. And he says, My home is your home. The carriage uh -oh. will take you wherever you like to go, oh. or you may stay the night. Oh, I'm staying the night. It is up to you. Did we just if get a base of operations? Yeah, I'm staying yeah, the night. Sweet. Fuck this. Sweet, we got our realm base. Where's the elf? <laughs> chop, chop. I require uh, pajamas and a toothbrush. <laughs> We require a hot bathtub <laughs> and robes. Fine robes, yes. Terry. Terry Claw. All of a sudden, as you're coming around the corner, you see a parade of ghostly figures. Oh, oh they're, they're greeting their new uh, masters. I and thought, I thought the parade happened an hour or so later. But, okay. slowly wandering through this room and right through the door. Pessimistic ghost. 
Huh? Pessimistic ghost. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess I'm dead now. <laughs> there's a forgiving. There's a forgiving one though. There's a forgiving, yeah. forgiving ghost yeah. that says, "Hey, it's all. It's a, It's fine. This is. This is. It's fine." There is just a long line of ghosts, and you realize that these are some of them look like adventurers. There's like a dwarf, and he's got a battle axe, and he's kind of marching forward. And there's a wizard, and he's got a cloak and his hand out in front of him, and uh, he's doing like a little magical sigil in the air. That one's you see got a an fighter, ascot. huh? That one's got an ascot. Exactly. He is an ascot. <laughs> it's a purple ascot. But there's yeah, Fred and Velma and Daphne. Yeah. And Shaggy. There's a dog. <laughs> no, I meant I didn't mean Scooby Doo. Yeah. I know. Uh, his ascot for. was. Yeah, no, no. He's right doing an ascot from our previous game. He's doing Hollywood. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. So, uh, Ghost after ghost after ghost, literally hundreds of them as they were wandering down the hall in a long parade uh, right through here, through this big room where the, the, the Strahd sigil is on the floor, right down this hallway. He's showing us the instruments, as it were. As they... They pass right through a closed door at the end of the hallway. This is all just part of the show. This grand hall, it's choked with dust and stretches into darkness ahead. Webs hang from the arched ceiling like drapes, and life-size statues of knights line the hallway on both sides, their eyes seeming to watch you. This is the hallway to the right? Yep, this is the hallway right here. I think Lord Fraud is trying to intimidate us. Yeah. And you see the... Well, I mean, he's been putting on a show all night. That's what this is. This is theater, my friends. Oh, we're definitely going to explore this castle. So these... Uh, um, ghosts are right at the end of the hall. Uh, and What's they're up, coming right face? through the door. Passing through the closed door. Do they respond on the last one? Does he respond if we hail him? No. You, Gluma. Okay. Is the door open? Can we? Uh, is it locked? It is not open. You can Hatcher's try. going to try the door. Door opens. <laughs> Who the fuck is that? Dim colored light filters through the air. There's tall, broken, and boarded up windows of stained glass illuminating the ancient chapel of Ravenloft. A few bats flutter about near the top of a 90-foot-high dome ceiling. A balcony runs the length of the west wall, 50 feet above the floor. In the center of the balcony are two dark shapes slumped in tall chairs. Oh shit! Does it look like a king and queen, or a lord and lady? 
Benches coated with centuries of dust lie about the floor in a jumbled disarray. Beyond the debris, lit by a piercing shaft of light, an altar stands upon a stone platform. The sides of the altar are carved with bas-relief of angelic figures entwined with grapevines. The light from above falls directly on a silver statuette. A cloaked figure is draped over the altar and a black mace lies on the floor near its feet. The ghosts are going upstairs, right through here and up a set of stairs, and they disappear out of your view. I'm going to poke the dude on the altar with my maul. Just, like, kind of nudge him. Hey, buddy. Okay. Uh, it's closing time. <laughs> closing time. <laughs> you can't stay The figure's here. slumped over the altar. Uh, rolls over, and you see that it's a completely desiccated corpse. Ugh. Human? Looks like it was a cleric at one point. Mm. I'm gonna cast uh, Detect Evil and Good. Okay. I'm just curious to see what it shows. Yeah, I mean, maybe that mace is something. Is it like a color map? Like, you know... Good yeah, it is says, blue uh, and evil is red. And, like well, it's kind of half and half. It's pink. <laughs> We've talked about this, but it doesn't really say uh, for the duration. You know, if there's an aberration, celestial, elemental, fey, fiend, or undead within 30 feet of you, as well as where it's located. Similarly, you know if there's a place or object within 30 feet of you that's been magically consecrated or desecrated. I'm just curious to see if this has all been desecrated, basically. That's very presumptuous of you. Because it's like a chapel, right? I mean, we're looking at an altar and a chapel, and I'm not sure if I could tell if this was a chapel for Lathander or not, but... It was at one point a chapel for Lathander. So I would see... Do I see any Lathander symbols that have maybe been defaced or anything like that? Yes. As you cast this, you do see... There are some defaced symbols of Lathander that are on the wall. You see that the uh, the mace on the floor is glowing kind of magical. And there's this thing on the altar that the body of this dead supposed cleric has his hands gripped around. Didn't so someone have a statuette a... that he's holding and he's dead. Do we have a is talk it... to the dead spell? I, I do. I don't. It's... I don't think it works with desiccated corpses. Isn't there well, a time limit? Yeah. Let me see. Uh, let's see. Jason's very familiar with this spell. <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> it, you combine yeah, it with tongues. speaking tongues. It's just can killing. I, can, can I interest you in tongues? <laughs> Indeed. Yes, sir. you can. <laughs> well, it says. Let's see. The corpse must still have a mouth and can't yeah. be undead. Uh, but it doesn't say there's nothing about freshness. So <laughs> it's you grant the semblance of life and intelligence to a corpse of your choice within range, allowing it to answer the questions you pose. The corpse must still have a mouth and can't be undead. So does it have a mouth? It does. I guess I can. Let's give it a try. We'll speak with the dead. Let's talk to this guy. Mm-hmm. All right. So you cast uh, your speak with the dead. What's that look like? 
Uh, I, I just sort of make an incantation. You hear me muttering holy words uh, as I stand next to the the corpse. Nice. And I burn. I burn some incense. I'm looking at my components. It's burning incense there. The uh, the corpse only opens its mouth. They don't move. They don't get up. They don't do a lot of shit. But it says. <laughs> Who are you? Uh, we have to ask the questions. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, we're asking the questions here. Uh, Make is, a firm hand. Yeah, it's uh, let's see. Spell fails if the corpse of the target is spelled in the last 10 days. No, until the spell ends, you can ask the corpse up to five questions. It was only what it knew in life, including the languages it knew. So presumably it answers in a language we can understand. It does. Yep. Doesn't return the creature's soul to its body. Thus the corpse can't learn new information, doesn't comprehend anything that has happened since it died, and can't speculate about future events. So I just look at everybody else and say... What do we want to ask? Uh, what's what what killed it? What killed him? I don't know. Maybe he won't know. Uh, what's the deal with the statue? I tried to acquire it. Uh, what are you holding on to there? The icon. What does the icon do? Many things. It's not really an answer. Magics. Good or evil magics? It depends on your choices in uh, life. I think we have one more question I was going to ask. Uh, I object. I think he's intentionally being vague. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's, he, he, he totally could be. Yeah, totally, yeah. permission totally to treat be. the dead as hostile. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but were, you, uh, were you attempting to defeat Strahd? No. Yeah. Was that our fifth question? I was was totally not keeping track. Okay. What about um bonus questions? (laughs) (laughs) Can we can we explain what bonus questions are? (laughs) There's only five. Yeah, the bonus questions there'd have to be a new spell. And we can't cast it on him for another ten days. So when you cast your detect good and evil, what did the the thing he's holding, did it light up as magical or good or evil, or we don't know? It did. I, I, it did light I can up only as tell, magical. I, well, I can only tell if it's been consecrated or desecrated. Um, okay. What, do I know if it's been consecrated or desecrated? I.e., maybe if it was desecrated, it might be a cursed item, but if it's consecrated, it might be something that could help. If I These items are it, not would you be able to tell? Is it is desecrating like, like pooping on it? Haku's yeah. like pulling his pants down. 
I mean, I would argue that's desecration, but you know, the the, the spell text does not def, de, define it. John Mamar, don't you have uh, detect magic or detect good or evil? Um, that's right. I do have detect good or evil. Well, wouldn't it be the same spell? I mean, it's got to be the same text, though. I mean, I don't think a paladin would have. A yeah, I mean, spell I mean, I'm, I'm detecting evil and good, so mm-hmm. okay. my my guess is that I can tell whether it's evil or good. These do not seem evil, neither one of these items. Okay. I'm gonna collect the icon, I think. Does it look like an does it look like a, a, a Lathander religious icon at all, or is it something that I don't recognize? No. It's a twelve inch tall statuette made of pure silver, weighs about ten pounds, and it looks like a cleric kneeling in supplication. Now, when you grab it, it's very warm like almost too warm like you're a little uncomfortable holding it hmm. but it doesn't look like an obvious cleric of lathander like can i tell the holy symbol related to it at all or is it just totally no foreign? you can't tell it's been scratched out oh, okay haku's gonna pick up the mace hey this icon is first of all it's 10 pounds which is it's actually pretty fucking heavy uh, yeah <laughs> and uncomfortably warm like almost hot to the touch i don't know somebody else touch it tell me if it feels the same who do you want haku, to touch it haku will touch it haku will it feel feels... hot to me no not at all dude it's fine it's you haku puts his hand on elric's forehead burning <laughs> up. elric feels warm to you yeah curious i wonder if it's reacting to my armor which we now know is strad's armor was yeah i wonder wonder if i take the armor off if it would make a difference oh yeah haku likes you without your armor baby are you gonna try and take your armor off yeah yeah let's try and take the armor off let's see what happens why don't you roll strength Ability check. Ooh. Yeah. Poor. For some reason, you can't get it off. Like, you put it on this morning, no big deal. You took it off the night before, no big deal. But right now, you can't seem to get it off. Interesting. I wonder if the armor is reacting to this environment. New odds from Vegas have you at three to two odds for the dark one. (laughs) (laughs) Top of the list, baby. (laughs) I can go dark. I can go real dark. Real dark, baby. Uh, Haku, you pick up that mace. It is spiked looking. This mace looks fucking scary. Nice. Uh, it has a bunch of spines coming off of it. Uh, it's almost like a like a star, like a star made of steel. Mm-hmm. Um, but the spikes are all very long, like two, two and a half inches, very slender. This would make a lot of pokey holes in somebody if you smashed them with it. Uh-huh. It has a good weight to it. 
feels good in your hands and feels warm to the touch. A good warmth, not like a crazy bad warmth. Gotcha. Anybody want a mace? I mean, I've already got Dawnstar, so... I probably sure. can't wield it. I'll stick it in my pack. Okay. Later, you guys will have to try and find out what what these things are. Yeah. Hey, can somebody else carry the icon? It's it's sure. pretty hot. Sure, will take it out of your hands. Yeah. And he okay. he lifts it like it's nothing. I will add these things to your character sheets uh, later. Uh, so well, Haku, let's you see. have both. Yeah. Let's see where the ghosts were going. Let's go up the stairs. It was over here, right? Okay. I so yeah, right, right in here. Uh, this arched room connects to a vast chamber. The east-west staircase rises to the west. Alcoves in the north and south wall hold eight-foot-tall sculptures of helmed knights with muscular builds. Very sexy. Mm -hmm. uh, black shadows fall across their faces as you pass by. You get up those stairs and you come out onto a little bit of a landing here and you see the ghosts and one by one the ghosts are going over the balcony right in between these two forms uh, that you can actually hover over and see the names of. <laughs> Stimulating Strahd Zombie <laughs> and the Noble Strahd Zombie. Yeah, these these two corpses that I just randomly dragged out of, uh, you know, the thing. They're in, in chairs right here. And these ghosts are going right in between the two chairs and over... The balcony and each one does like a falling action like someone committing suicide and diving uh to their death at the bottom of the chapel here so that's what happens to all these ghosts one after another following right up in between these two corpses over the edge and onto the floor in like a and then they hit the floor and they disappear this little puff of blue like blue dust and you get the feeling that these were all adventurers that died over the course of their coming to Barovia hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of adventurers before you that have all passed away can we tell their time period by what they're wearing? Various time periods. Some some of them look really old, like they were probably from 400 years ago or 300 years ago. Some of them look a little bit newer. You can see some of the armor is very outdated and some of the weapons look old and spiky.
I'm going to go up and examine these uh, corpses. Okay. As you get next to this corpse, suddenly it reaches out to grab you, and let's roll initiative. Sweet. All right, so I'm going to drag all you guys into combat. Uh, I was told there would be no combat. <laughs> yeah, well, there wasn't necessarily going to be. <laughs> it was combat light. Yeah. All right, Wilbur, looks like you're... Haku, you didn't go yet, did you? It's not doing... It's not uh, doing my rolling. Yeah, I rolled a 12. Okay. Maybe I did I see it too you listed quickly. as a 15. Uh, I see it there. It's For some reason, okay. he had two initiative rolls. I see the 12 well, and I, the 10 that was crossed out. Yeah. Uh, I get advantage. All right. Well, I've got I've got Wilbur Haku, stimulating Strahd Zombie, Elric, Noble Strahd Zombie, and John Mamar uh, to round it out. Delg, I think, had to duck out, so let me add him and roll him. And Delg gets to go first. All right. Wow. What do you guys think Delg would do? Does he have a cantrip? Like he, a, he is last or something. He's the wild card. It's hard to figure out what Delg. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's weird is I keep hearing someone's music coming through the mic, but it's not a yeah. song I'm playing. I hear it too every once in a while. Weird. It's it it is weird because it's not one that's it's, playing. It's like uh it's and it's like the horror uh kind of toy yeah. shop music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So weird. Wait, do you hear it now? No. Mm, no. Okay. It's in, that's it's in the so room. it's not me then. Mm -mm. It's coming from inside the It is door. coming from inside the house. You're gone. Alright, let me uh <clears throat> let's see, collection. And I'm gonna go to campaigns and I'll bring up Yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> love that mm. I'll make sure that gets on the recording okay good um Delg there we go does he have a cantrip he does he's got a bunch of them so let's take a look here he has like Eldritch Blast or something have him throw one of yeah. them he's he, got he Mage Hand Mind Sliver Minor Illusion Mold Earth and Ray of Frost is his attack cantrip let's do that one on the okay. Stimulating straw because I may be trying to turn undead here when I can go. Stimulating straw zombie. Ah, nice. Yeah, boom. All right, Ray of Frost, blast of blue light comes out against the stimulating straw zombie and does seven cold damage. Oh, nice. It was as cold as ice. <laughs> Seems weird that zombies would be susceptible to cold damage, but all right. Hey, their shit falls off, man. It's like leprosy. Yeah, that's true. It's it, it becomes the frozen, and then you just chop it. You know, yeah. crumbles to pieces. Yeah, it's like yeah. the T T two thousand problem. Yeah. <laughs> they do have resistances, and that is not one of them. Nice. Let me go back in the 
Here we go. Okay. Uh, who's next? It is um, Wilbur. Wilbur, yep. what do you got? I don't want to get anywhere near either of these things, so I will ready my short bow and take a shot. Nice. Step back, Ooh. get a little short bow. How do I use this? <laughs> if you don't know, this is going to be a long combat. <laughs> How do I attack with it? <laughs> oh, is it not a. I think it's the clear. arrow thing's got to go in the string part. <laughs> Thank you. How do I. You have to work on your hand eye coordination. On DD Beyond, <laughs> you should just be able to put no, I mean, your. I'm only in Forge. Uh... Only in Forge. Oh. Okay. Uh, in Forge. Let's see. Uh... Inventory. Mm -hmm. And click it. short bow. Yeah. So you click then, the big oh, die. And then. Oh, the die. Yeah. In in uh, chat, you see it comes up. You can click attack there attack and damage there. And damage. Yep. Are you going after the stimulating zombie or yeah. the noble zombie? Nice. Nice. All right. Bling. Bling. You, you do a little uh, good looking 10 damage and uh, take this guy down. He he takes the hit uh, very well, kind of stumbles back a little bit. All right, it's Haku. Haku, what do you got? You're standing right next to this guy. Oh yeah, no, we're uh, we're letting loose. Maul uh, it up. We'll, yeah, we're gonna maul it up. Uh, let's see. Uh, I believe I get two attacks now, right? I think so. Yeah. Uh, even if I don't do a rage, I'm not gonna do a rage. Cool, calm, collected Haku. Just gonna do his two attacks with them all on the stimulating zone. Uh, where? Let's see. Oh. <laughs> oh, he hits me in the face. <laughs> yeah. Critical miss with the mall. What? What happened with that one? I do hit. I kind of maybe I swing through, and and miss and uh, kind of knock Elric to the side a little bit, probably uh -huh. uh, interfering with his ability to turn undead. But then I whip it back around and smack him uh, in the side of his body with the, the return blow. Nice. So this this zombie sort of splatters, and his arm falls off uh, onto the ground and uh, starts to twitch and reach out uh, towards you, like the hand is crawling on the ground towards your foot. I kick it over the balcony. Nice. Uh, it is the stimulating zombie, and as you kick that piece over the balcony, he hits the ground. Splat! Down there. There's a little spot through the balcony. Kind of shove all that stuff through. Nice. And Elric, it's you, man. Let's try and turn someone dead. Present my holy symbol. Speak a prayer, censuring the undead. I censure thee. Indeed. Uh, so they make a wisdom saving throw, DC 14. 
Okay. And I do have, I'm level 7 now, I do have Destroy Undead at 5th level when an Undead fails at saving throw against you, your turn Undead feature, it is instantly destroyed if it is of CR 1 half or lower. Okay, this is not CR 1 half of lawyer, l lawyer, lower, yeah. <laughs> but it did fail at save. Okay, so yeah, so it just has to, uh, if it fails at saving throw, it's turn for one minute or until it takes any damage. A turn creature must spend its turns trying to move as far away from you as it can, and it can't willingly move to a space within 30 feet of you. It also yep. can't take reactions. So. All right, so this guy, he comes back this way, and then this way, Jama Mar, you're going to get a shot at him because he's going to pass right by you. Okay. Oh, wow. Lots of ones tonight. Yeah. Uh, what happened? Jama Mar wasn't really paying attention and, like, he'd already kind of gone past and he whiffed at him. Okay. At least you didn't throw your sword. <laughs> so this thing comes back here and it finds itself trapped up against the wall and it is pushing against the wall and looking over its shoulder. So uh, it's going to be Jamamar's real turn. Okay, I guess I'll chase after him. Okay. You can get there. What are you gonna do? Hit him! Hit him with a little, uh, little non-whiff this time. Yeah, I'm gonna try to actually hit him if I can. Nice, good roll, twenty-six. That's absolutely gonna crush him. Uh, so you slash. You do twelve points of damage, and uh, its arm completely falls off and hits the ground, and the arm starts to wiggle away, and it's sort of starting to move over this way a little bit over um, near the side gonna like spear it with my sword like try to like you know like uh, uh like on the tip of the sword you're gonna try and do a little stab why don't you go ahead and do a regular attack with the sword and let's see okay like a shish kebab mm-hmm Oh, the hand grabs the sword right out of your your hand and pulls it down to the ground and starts to like move the blade uh, through <laughs> the side of the wall right over here, uh, you know, through where the little fence is, and uh, your sword is starting to slide over the side. We're gonna go to uh, Delg's turn. What's Delg gonna do? Do you think? They have some like weird magic shit. But... Weird magic shit. Uh, Just another frustrate uh, cantrip. <laughs> pull, pull the uh, zombie's pants down or something. Hey, <laughs> Chan. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, mind sliver, minor illusion, mold earth, ray of frost. Mage hand. You could probably do mage hand. Pull the pull the zombie's pants down if that's what you want. I just we need something fast. Yeah. Wilbur can't get over there. Okay. So he runs uh, about halfway and casts Mage Hand and tries to grab the sword back, maybe. Does that sound good? 
All right, so the spectral floating hand appears uh, right next to the sword and starts to uh, grasp it. So he's keeping the sword from going over the side by holding it down there at the bottom. It is going to be Wilbur's turn. I'm going to come down here. I'm trying to get an angle, and I'll take another shot. Mm -hmm. John Mark, uh, just in case, what's your AC? <laughs> Let's see. Ask him for a friend. <laughs> 17. Yeah. It's yeah, pretty hot. Yeah. I'm shooting at the zombie to make it clear to everybody. Nice. All right. Yeah. That's nice. going to be good. Twang. Nice. Nice. All right, so that uh, zombie takes a bunch more damage. Uh, arrow thunk, thunks into its chest and sort of knocks it back against the wall. Uh, the arm is struggling against the mage hand on the ground, and it is going to be Haku. Uh, I don't even think these are five foot squares. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think five. Four. You can get down. You can get down there if you want. All right, I'll get down there. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I will swing at this fucker. Nice. Nice, nice. Alright, a 26, definitely a hit. A 13, also a hit. Uh, looks like this is bludgeoning too, right? Yep. It you would be... Splatter. No, No rage, I'm not doing rage, so it's 23. Okay. You splatter this guy all over the wall. What's that look like? Uh, Haku is uh, like Lawrence Taylor coming down the hall and just <laughs> kind of uh, like has the, the maul out in front of him. And uh, one blow is with his momentum. And the second blow, he kind of he does the swimmer's turn on the wall and whaps it from the other side. And it just goes uh, flopping down on the ground. Nice. Big crush. All right. Uh, that takes that zombie out. That hand uh, is still struggling with mage hand uh, a little bit. Um, so it is uh, going to be Elric's turn. Just uh, so I could go down there and try and smash it with my mace. Yeah, go ahead. Make the run. Thought you guys would have taken care of all this by now, but uh There's just a hand. <laughs> Oof. Although no. that is gonna hit. So you hit that hand and <clears throat> What's that look like? <laughs> my my roll of three. It's a pretty weak swing, but yeah. enough to get the job done. Apparently, the the mace Dawnstar just comes down and splats the hand and the wrist and arm bones into jelly. So nice. So that smashes it into the floor. 
and you look around you there's nothing else there's just a torchlight flickering on the wall a little bit you see coming through the the windows down below you in the chapel there's all that flickering light of whatever is outside sort of coming through the wreck of the stained glass windows. There's no sound that you hear, but from up here you can still see that corpse down there. It hasn't moved. Still laying dead at the altar. And you guys have to decide. I mean, this is where we're going to stop, but Will you continue on in the castle? Or are you going to go somewhere else? Oh, I'm all for exploring the Better castle. Clear this place, yeah. 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 It was awesome. I love <laughs> clear, it. Clear the castle. Uh, yeah. ABC. Uh, all right. Well, I'm, I'm less enthusiastic about clearing the castle, but... Uh, Never met a room. I will tell room. you, this will not be easy. Yeah. <laughs> what could go wrong? Come on. <laughs> This would be uh, sort of the place where the showdown would be. But if you want to clear it now, by all means. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll soften it up a little bit. All right. We well, still have a little time to think it over. Uh, <laughs> we were He's trying to give weeks. us hints, but I, I steadfastly refuse to take any hints. <laughs> yeah, of course. I'd be like, yeah, we still have some things to take care of. There's <laughs> weapons to be acquired. Yeah, those are just things. side quests. This looks like some outer quests. Yeah. You know, some quests in the outer boss, zone that need boss, to be done. Final boss. Final boss. <laughs> I do want to find yeah, fuck thing. it. Would this be yeah, like level it. seven of difficulty, or? <laughs> I think the implication we were, is if, no. If we were in a dungeon. <laughs> How deep would we be? <laughs> I mean, you don't have to clear all of it. You could just, uh, you know, uh, fuck yeah. around until you're like, fuck, we got to get out of here. Right. We need a long rest. Right. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. 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 Sure. I have a cheat. I'll just use my cheat code. Up, up. <laughs> <laughs> Do we think we're good for November 4th? Uh, let me look. It's three weeks. Yeah. That is like my anniversary is November 3rd. So, I don't know if our plans are. If, if, is that Saturday? No, I remember yeah. is Saturday. I feel like mm -hmm. whether we go out Friday or Saturday night would be. Just take her out Friday night, man. Come on. Take her out Friday think, night, which is the actual day of your anniversary. I, I yeah, come on. I think that's the plan, but her birthday is the 7th. So, we usually like meet somewhere in the middle. So, but you I think. Would, she, I, does she let you get away with combining them? No, oh, I'm going to have a talk with her. She can't do that. You need to have an Maybe actual event. Combining is good because instead of two days oh, of stuff, right. I only have to do one day. You could you could listen to Backdoor try and woo her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, she plays I, Arena. Bring her I, 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 anniversary I, present. Here, have this weird <laughs> random guy on the internet hit on you. Yeah. She also she also doesn't largely give a shit about any of this stuff. So yeah. I'm tentatively good. No, yeah, I assumed. I am tentatively good for the fourth, so. But let, okay. me, let me verify. Yeah, verify. Let us know. Um, I'm fine for the following week too. If we have to push it, I don't know how everyone else is 
on what looks like Veterans Day, the 11th. Yes. Uh, that's not quite as good, but I could probably do that too. Either way, I want to want to keep this going. Yeah, it's been good. too long. No, yeah, now yes. that we get back to it, it's it was so long that I forgot how to log into D&D Beyond. So. <laughs> no, I finally did, but uh, yeah. I had to, to yeah, reacquaint myself with because we haven't had mothership happening either. It's been, it's been a, a dry spell. Shame. Yeah. No. Digs. Digs. Well, hopefully you enjoyed the uh, exposition. I did. It was, that was great. great. <laughs> I was just in character getting sick of the exposition. I the love player it. loved it. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking love it. Yeah. Well, we learned some stuff about Strahd, and it's cool to see the actual castle be in mm -hmm. the castle pretty cool yeah these are cool maps you know what's funny about this uh uh module is it doesn't actually have maps mm. for the castle which is weird yeah, yeah. it's really because yeah, the castle's it's... fucking huge right i mean it's yeah that, like yeah. I, I had a friend who started running the curse of strad with us a number of years ago for D D, and we we made it through like the, the first two adventures and that was their mm -hmm. first two sessions and that was it because mm -hmm. we had a player that sort of ruined it for everybody, uh, but uh, he he was a big he's a big three D printer guy, and I was joking with him. Well, next time you need to three D print the castle uh, for us to play through. <laughs> the joke the joke being that it's so huge. Yeah, that, yeah. At, at one to one scale, right? <laughs> yeah, LARP. <laughs> Lightning it bolt, is ridiculous. Lightning like I've only got five floors put in here, and there's more floors I got to put in. Wow. Yeah, I can tell you, you captured the down below look with the lighting layer on. It was nice. Oh, good. <laughs> good, good, good. Yeah, and I like, can see, yeah, like I can see the, the, I can see the light controls. And with yeah. the blur effect, it was pretty cool. Yeah, so, yeah. To show a different level, and yeah. the uh, the the beetle and grims that I saw at Gen Con, where it had the finger puppets and everything, that was, mm -hmm. I'm. Yeah, like a little disappointed. There's no, you know, finger puppet recap for. Uh, <laughs> that would be. Maybe I gotta set that up for the con. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> I, if if we could get Backdoor and James to come to the come to the con, yeah, yeah. we would do it. We, we would do a, a live session. Yeah, well, maybe maybe next year, James. What yes. do you think? You've got yeah. the open invitation. Yeah. It's, well, yeah. I, think, uh, I know James has tried to come before because didn't he try and come last year and it fell yeah, through? Yeah, yeah, I was planning to come last year, but I couldn't come this year, so I didn't even plan it. But so, but I think the the tr trick would be backdoor getting backdoor there. Yeah. He's pretty much in for uh, swanky con, but uh, well, let's try and make that happen because I would love to do a live session. I'll bring a bunch oh, of fucking be fantastic. I'll ship oh, yeah. all that shit out there. No, yeah. I, I, I mean, it would be the ultimate yeah, live session if we could pull it off. Yeah. Are you going to make our characters to, to scale as well? Fuck yeah. Oh, hey, he's, he, he brought us <laughs> bottles of wine. I mean, like, <laughs> it is, yeah. he, he, he would go, I, I trust that Hollywood would spare no expense in <laughs> creating yeah. the ultimate ultimate life. I would truly spend too much time and my wife would be like, you should write more. And I'd be like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm writing. That's right. This is creativity. I'm creating. 
Just send it yeah. to the um, chat GPT and make the miniatures. There you go. That's right. <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks, guys. I'm glad we got back into this and that it yeah, worked out tonight. Sure. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Thanks, Hollywood. Thank yeah, you, Hollywood. Was, yeah, it was fun. Yeah. Yep. So. Yeah, good stuff. And we'll see most of you in a few short days. That's yeah. Right. Indeed. Indeed. Travel safe. All right, boys. Yep. All right. All right good, good night. night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Thank you.